right all right here we go again welcome to grow by cassandra this episode i'm going to talk about relationships, and you might be wondering what in the world is that well if you know me i've known to make up words and so relationships really just came from um faux which means false and then relationships and you know what that is or maybe you don't because sometimes we mistake relationships and relationships. so if you haven't listened to the episode entitled Drugs or read my book and read the chapter entitled Drugs, you might want to pause the podcast right here. Go click on that episode, listen, so that you get a little bit of context. But I mentioned a drug that I took for 13 months, and that was one of my relationships. Um, a relationship is a false or unrealistic relationship that is simply going nowhere Meaning nothing, adding no value to either or both parties involved. Literally, it's a fake relationship. You're like playing like you're dating, right? But there's not a real commitment. Um, and, you know, both parties are just simply wasting time. And I know people are like, there's no such thing as wasting time. Everything is a lesson, right? Yeah, but there are some lessons that you just ain't got time to learn. Like, you don't need to invest in a relationship that's not going anywhere. But I did, we do, you have, and it's okay. Here's a few things that I learned. They can be cute and fun at the beginning, but more often than not, they're covering up a wound. That needs air, it needs space to heal. Uh, remember when you were young and we, remember when, okay, I remember when I was young and I picked up my scab and my mama was like, leave it alone, stop touching it, give it time to heal. And I'm like, nah, you know, skin is like the heart and time and protection are necessary. They're requirements to heal and to keep our hearts um, secure. So the full relationship that lasted over a year was an attempt to get back to my comfortable status as a wife. I was comfortable as a wife. I was uncomfortable, but it it was comfortable. And if you don't know what I mean by that, come on. Yes, you do. You know how you're like really uncomfortable, but you're comfortable with your discomfort? That's where I was. And so I wanted to get back into that comfort zone of discomfort. And I wanted to get back to being the businesswoman, the confident go-getter that I had been. So I met this guy through a friend and we hit it off from the beginning. He was handsome, y'all. I mean, the brother was fine. He was, he was, he was. I remember some girlfriends were like, girl, where you meet him? Okay, Cassie. And I felt good. You know, when you uh, attract an older man who's good looking and successful and seems to have it together, um, it's a it's a good look, you know, and sometimes faux relationships are good looks, but the reality of them um, are vastly different. So he was handsome. He was charming, hilarious, intelligent. Our conversations were great. We really hit it off from the start. Uh, we started talking in November and then we started dating and we went on real dates, y'all. I don't know how this sounds, but I'm just going to be honest with you, like, Growing up in Waynesville, Missouri, and then going to Maryville, Missouri for school, and then um, after college, doing graduate school and living the beginning of my adult life in Kansas City, Missouri, I just didn't date that much. So 
really a bulk of my dating came through and from this relationship. Um, and it was fun. I mean, we went to dinners, plays, sporting events, and it was fun. It really was. However, uh, there were some minor setbacks, some red flags, and I actually knew, okay, so we started talking in November around Thanksgiving, and really, if I had not already had plans, we probably would have spent Christmas together. We were very head over heels, really um, compatible, Um, but I think in some ways, my pain was attracted to his pain, and um, I was attracted to his flaws, and there was just a lot of healing that we both needed to do. And so we, I'll just speak for myself. I decided to pause on the healing because don't nobody want to be getting healed single. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what? I'll heal through this relationship. And that never works out. Name a time when it worked out. It never quite works out. So this relationship happened and, um, I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail because I told you guys, I don't like to tell other people's stories and, um, I can only give you my perception and my perspective, but let's just say that the relationship ended with a man who was eight years older than me stopping communication. That's how the relationship ended. Like, no more calls, no more text messages. It eventually was a long-distance relationship because I moved to Houston, and there just was no closure. And I like closure. I need closure. I would like to say goodbye. This is what happened. This is what we can learn from this. We could still be friends. Okay, no, we can't be friends. You know, whatever it is, I do I do actually like closure. And um, I guess most people probably do. And I didn't get it. What I did get, though... If we would go ahead and fast forward to like August, I did get him a really good birthday gift. Ugh, like a really good birthday gift. But you know, the thing about getting gifts, you should, okay. I don't, yeah, I'm gonna tell you. If you're gonna get gifts, get good personalized gifts so that if someone you feel like may, Not may, but if someone wrongs you and they are still using the gift that you've given them because it is a good gift, it's just a nice thought that you have left them with the best of you. You know, you you gave them something and when they look at that thing or they utilize that thing, they can remember, you know what? I might have been wrong. I just feel like it's a reflection piece. My gift was a reflection piece. And that's just, I don't know, that's a tip for giving gifts. Go ahead and give a reflection piece. Um, not anticipating that, you know, relationships or the gifts that you give will be null and void eventually, but just, just give good gifts. All right, so I got off topic a little bit. Let's fast forward. So stop talking to me in August after he got his really good gift. And there's no correlation between that. I don't think he was like, oh, I got a great gift. I'm going to stop talking to you. But um, he got scared. He got nervous. We were getting close um, and everything. But still, there wasn't, like, much officialness to our relationship. Like, 
we didn't have direction where are we going i don't feel like we really had goals or i had a goal in mind but it wasn't in line with his goal and even when communicated it was like i'm not there yet and i was like oh, okay well i'll be here so he stopped talking to me but since text messages a month later a text message happy birthday i didn't respond happy thanksgiving i didn't respond merry christmas I didn't respond. And then I was like, you know what? If I forgive him, like, I can respond. That was the wrong answer. I should have blocked him. So I respond, and I'm like, oh, this was New Year's Eve. I'm like, I know he's going to text, so I'm going to respond. So he texts. I hope you guys don't mind story time, because this is way off of what I wrote down. Um, He texts, and he's like, Happy New Year. And I'm like, it's 11.40. And he's like, ha, 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 I'll text you in 20 minutes. So I feel like that was like our peacemaking, which I don't, I don't know why it's just so easy sometimes to make peace with somebody because you want them in your life and, and they may not need to be in your life at that point. Um, but anyway, I responded, conjured up a whole nother relationship round two and, um, about six to seven months later. Really? Did you guys hear that in the background? Like, I need a recording studio because that was real obnoxious, but it's okay. So a couple months later, um, I go on a trip out of the country. Our communication kind of is weird. I'm like, okay, maybe he's just giving me time to enjoy my trip. I get back in town. I'm like, hey, I'm back in town. I mean, I'm back in the country. Uh, We're in different cities, but it's like, okay, cool. Don't hear from him. Don't hear from him. I'm like, okay, what is going on? And a text message, like, this isn't working out. The distance isn't working out. I don't want to invest time and energy and money in this thing. Um, Maybe if you were to move back. Like, it's, it's interesting. And I know I'm giving you the detail because I am... Letting you know that for New Year's Eve, the New Year's Eve that we, the year that we met, um, I expressed myself and he shut down. I still dated this man in a couple months in me expressing myself and, and us having uh, this full relationship. He shut down. He texts me. We conjured up round two. And me just me, being me doing me, he shut down. Like, it was a pattern. And I feel like in relationships, the pattern comes very early. And it's important to pay attention to the signs. Because it's okay to be friends with people. And to not engage in a relationship, Especially when you're not ready, they're not ready, and you're not going anywhere. In relationships, I haven't mastered how to guard my heart and remain unguarded in my actions. I tend to lean in one direction or the other, totally guarded or way too open. Um, I've learned the truth about how men or people, I guess, will settle when you let them, right? They'll get comfortable if you let them get comfortable. Um, I will get comfortable if I let myself get comfortable. I saw how relationships have 
dates written on them, expiration dates, like, you know, like milk. And when milk gets sour, um, it starts to spoil, it starts to stink, and it will eventually make you sick to your stomach. And the analogy works for me. That's a relationship. I won't lie and say that that was my last one. But I think I'm over the relationships. I really value my energy and my time and my love in my heart. And so those things are valuable. And it's okay to withhold and to give those things to God. Give them in a direction that you know will not be... Um, wasted. So this chapter, I go on and I talk a little bit about some lessons that I've learned and um, some professional coaching that I did and, and what I got from that. But I ended with the growth work, which I do in every single chapter. And I'm just going to share um, what I find to be true about real, powerful, fruitful, filling relationships in my life. Number one, they love God and they cause me to be grateful. Number two, I am challenged to grow. Number three, I'm better as a result of them. Number four, I am vulnerable and safe. Number five, I am trusted and I'm able to trust. Number six, I hold on loosely. What I mean by that is if you listen to my episode about let it go, like the expectations that we have for people are often unfair and unrealistic and expectations that we probably don't even live up to. Um, Sometimes they're reasonable, but holding on loosely means that you can enjoy the moment and live in the now and be okay knowing that people get to make their own decisions and they can choose to stay or choose to go. They can choose to um, respect and love and care for you or they can choose in my opinion, to see themselves out of your life. Number seven, we spend time together, which builds me up. Time together, which builds me up. So the building up is really important. Number eight, there is compromise. And there's a video clip of Eartha Kitt, and she's like, compromise? What is compromise? And so I might have to revise number eight because I I do understand compromise, but you don't want to ever compromise your values or your standards or what you know that you deserve um, in relationship to what you know that you give. Not necessarily to the person, but what you bring to the table. Number nine, I am encouraged. And number 10, forgiveness happens often. Relationships do not last. I simply prefer the real thing. And Jeremiah 17, 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And I've just found that I can't always trust my heart. And so I have to go with the one who created and holds my heart. I have to put my ambition and my trust and my security in God and allow him to direct me past relationships into true, meaningful, and edifying relationships, real relationships. Until next time, grow.